Hi, everybody. It's episode 472 of PodQuest. Hey. It is Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. I am Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi. Well, how are you guys doing? Other other than you, Rich, we, we just heard about how you were doing. I got a needle in my ankle today. Oh, you actually got an injection. Ooh. Yeah. It wasn't I, fun because I have such little joint around my ankle that, that they needed to inject. It hurt because they had to find the joint material within it. Yeah, that sounds terrible. Um, yeah, it hurt. Um, and then you had to walk out of there, right? I mean, that that part is not painful. It's it, like it, that. It's supposed to help with the inflammation and make it actually less painful. Um, I'm not really feeling any more or less pain at the moment, so it's possibly doing its job. Honestly, really, at this point, it's uh, wait. Uh, I have to get new uh, inserts, and then I can try running and see if I can run. And that's basically where we'll figure out if these helped or not. Um, but yeah, I, I had, I had, it was funny. The doctor said, he was like, you can do the injections. Are, are you afraid of needles? And I'm like, well, I mean, who isn't? But I'd rather just do it now than not do it at all. And he's like, true, true. And he's like, all right, we'll take care of it and get it done. Ugh. See, I, I don't like needles. I'm not okay even thinking about that. Yeah, I, it's, I'm, I'm, it's, it, the needle part is not what's scary. It's the pain that I don't like, but like I've. I I don't look, I don't watch, and that helps. And then they also they 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 freeze it, or they put cooling spray to help to like numb the numb the, the area mm-hmm. a bit to make it less painful. It still hurts because they're only numbing the skin; they're not numbing everything else. Um, next time, next time, ask them to numb everything so it doesn't hurt just, at all. Just put me under, um, <laughs> put me under, and then do the injections. Exactly. But I feel like. I feel like something like that is like brain surgery where like they need you to be awake so that like you can actually they know whether or not they're hurting you. It's like what there is actually like it's not a spinal tap because that's just that just has to do with the color of the liquid. But there is like one of those sort of like procedures that are like it, like, you know, like excruciatingly painful if if done incorrectly that they can't numb you or anything for like I because they, like they a... A they need thing or something. Yeah, like they need you basically to to th- they need you to scream so they know when they've hit the right spot. Yeah, and it's usually if it's something bone based, I'm sure, like bone marrow check or whatever, because like it hurts when they touch bone. It will hurt when they touch bone, which is weird because like your bone doesn't have like the nerves on them. Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. It's also just weird to also think that bones are hollow. Are they? Well, I mean, hollow-ish. But- I mean, hollow-ish, birds' bones yeah. are hollow, but, like, ours have some density to them. They have some density to them, but, like, they're still, like, inside is still soft and gooey. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, the marrow is not, like, yeah. as solid. But when you say hollow, I think, like, a tube, like, an actual, no, no, like, no, no, empty no. tube. Hollow-ish. Um, well, that's depressing. <laughs> Body horror, guys. Gotta uh, love it on PodQuest. Let's, what's on the agenda? On the agenda on this episode of PodQuest, I can't even remember if you finished saying that it was Wednesday, August 30th, 2023, and it was episode I, 472. I did. I do that before I ask you how how you I, guys are doing. I wasn't paying attention, but I just wanted I, to make sure. Anyway, I, do this, I do the same thing every week. I don't pay attention. Um, uh, there's, there's a little bit of upset about Sony right now. Uh, that we're going to discuss. Uh, we all listened to a couple of albums, Yellow Card and Ludo. Um, and then, uh, Cobb, you read some comics. Drew, you played, uh, the Pokemon trading card game, and I played Palia. 
You had to stop and try and remember what TCG meant, didn't you? Uh, yeah. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I heard that pause, and I'm just like, somebody doesn't remember what TCG means. Oh, well, I it was more of like, you know, like, I was trying to figure out how to talk about it without, like, saying exactly what it was. And so it was like, because uh, I was like, Chris, you read some comics. And then I, I got to Drew played, uh, I can't just say video games, so... Drew played the Pokemon trading card game. It just took me a second <laughs> to remember, to figure out how to say it, but also, yeah, I had to remember that it was trading card. But, yeah, um, so, I don't, I don't know that, like, there's a lot to talk about, but I was just curious, like, what your guys' thoughts were on the whole micro, or Microsoft Sony upping the price pretty dramatically on PlayStation Plus. I, so, I don't know how much they're upping the price for monthly pay. I think I pay monthly. I might pay yearly. I actually don't remember the last time they actually took money out of my account. I am almost certain you pay the yearly cost. I probably do, but I've ne- I don't remember. I don't know when the last time. I don't know when my payments go into effect. Because um, I know, I believe for Prime, I pay monthly. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Sony, I think it's yearly. Um, and I had a bunch of years banked up because it just, they kept going on sale for free years, free years here. Or oh, not so, free, you, but so you have multiple PlayStation Pluses, like, stacked? I had, I had a couple of years stacked up. I don't know if I do anymore, which is why I'm like, I don't really know if or when or how much I've paid last. But, um, $20 a year, I, although, yeah, it's only about, it's under $2 a month. But it's still for something that I don't really use as often as I used to, and it's it's to me not worth it. So it's for everyone who doesn't know. I believe the basic PS Plus cost is going up from sixty to eighty dollars. Correct. Yep. And then the other ones, I don't have it open. The other ones are going up even more dramatically, like yeah, hundred to one hundred and thirty or something like that. It's basically every tier. So the the lowest tier goes up twenty, the middle tier goes up thirty, and the high tier goes up forty, if I remember correctly. Yeah. That's um, obnoxious. And they have not announced um, the monthly costs, or like they haven't they haven't confirmed that the monthly and three month versions are definitely going up. I don't think um, the monthly is going. To- um, all they simply said was that buying it in a year will still be cheaper. Um, mm-hmm. And I personally think the biggest the biggest downside, like like my biggest problem with this is I don't play games online. Um, I don't know that I've ever. You know what? I played Rocket League online. Um, almost a decade ago. But other than that, like, I don't know that I've ever really used the PlayStation Online for anything. Um, and Rocket League, I think, is the only PS Plus game I've ever really played. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I use it for are the cloud saves. Um, and that's the only way to back up your saves on PS5. You can't move them to an ex- to the external. Um, you can't move them to an external drive, and I don't think you can move them to the uh the like the secondary ssd if you do like the memory upgrade i'm pretty sure it, your saves will only ever live on the soldered on storage so mm-hmm. like if your playstation 5 were to break or get stolen or die like your save games are just gone yeah um so yeah that's i i play i keep an eye out and play some of the ps plus games but like death door which i literally just played became ps plus for august i played it on game pass and not on i i the fact that they were putting it on ps plus i was like oh you know what i should finally play this game but it was easier to play it via my pc instead of playing it via my my playstation and that's probably kind of where especially I'm at. while you're streaming yeah and like that's current kind of currently where i'm at like if i can play any game on my pc 
I'd much rather play it on my PC. Like Jedi Jedi Fallen Order, I played on the on the PlayStation because I had it for free from PS PS Plus. A lot of the games that I've played on the PlayStation as of late, with the exception of Final Fantasy 16, have really been the PS Plus games. But they're also like few and far between games that I actually really want to play. Like since Jedi Fallen Order was free, there hasn't really been a game that I was interested in in PS Plus until Death's Door. And if you're gonna give me three sub ten hour games a year, that's not worth eighty bucks. Yeah, Drew, does this really have any impact? Like, like w- would you cancel PS Plus or anything? Um, probably not. I mean, I have definitely been using it less lately. Uh, but it's do you use getting... more than just like the cloud saves and occasional like online play? I mean, you know, the hand, the occasional free PS Plus game that's worth it. Like, I played the shit out of control, <laughs> and, like, you know, I haven't really looked at much from this year, but, you know, I feel yeah, like actually, I didn't 40 realize... to $60 game a year that winds up being worth it, kind of. But but if it's out. $140 to $60 game a year that you got for free, but you paid $60 for it, is it worth it? Well, when you factor in the um the cloud saves and the online play, like, which, that would make up which, the other $20. Which, yeah. on your note... Cloud saves, backup saves, are you saying Xbox is free? So cloud saves, Xbox will do for free. Um, so, But online play, you do need to... I think you need to have a Game Pass subscription for online play, because they got rid of Xbox Live. Yeah. But that, that again, is like, that's the forced, the forced payment for online play, whereas you could save that $60 and get said game on your PC, Drew, because you have a decent gaming PC, and not, not pay to play online. I mean, A, not always. B... Uh, you know, depends on the game. See, I don't always want to play it on my PC because my TV is infinitely better. <laughs> I mean, you could. I, I'm. That's that. You could hook up your PC to your TV. I like, could, that's, but that's a non-issue. Just saying, you don't want to play your PC because your monitor is not as good as your TV. It's a non-issue. That that is a hassle. Not everybody has their PC. Like like you you have a setup where you can do that pretty easily. Like. I'd have to disconnect all my shit and carry my PC downstairs. You could you could set that up to not have to carry your PC downstairs. Uh, not uh, uh, and not without introducing fucking input lag and getting and losing the reason to hook up the to the better screen. I just I still think even with having to disconnect and reconnect, it's it's a non it's a non issue if you wanted to play it on your tv you could it, play you you could easily play it on your tv it's not a non issue but it is not really an issue it's not a major issue but but again like it's also, a convenience issue not everything comes out on P- i don't want to play everything using a keyboard and mouse you don't i play everything on pc on a controller Fucking... Yeah, controllers controller support on most PC games is much much better I, now. Literally, yeah. the only game that I use mouse and keys on is Apex, and I'm considering not doing that either. I am much better with every game on a controller on PC. But yeah, I mean my the my PS5 is better than my PC. Like, I mean, yeah, cur- yeah, currently your PS5 is better than your PC. But you prior to having a PS5, you had a good gaming. PC. I have a better you- gaming PC now than i've had the ps5 is more powerful than my fucking pc that i spent two grand on but you're you're spending 60 dollars a year to be able to play apex with and me fucking other what? random shit here and there when you could just not spend the 60 dollars a year and mean you can still play apex oh i didn't realize apex was crossplay. is it yeah it is 
Oh, for some reason, the I on- think it was. The only issue, the only issue would be that Drew would lose all of his progress from his PS5 Apex if he were to switch over to PC. Oh. So, like, he wouldn't have all of his characters and things saved. Which, yes, it sucks, and I hate that. But, like, you... The 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 fact that... And, and this has been an argument that has been going on since PS Plus and Xbox Live were incorporated. The fact that you have to pay to play these games online sucks. And the fact that them upping this up, forcing us to pay an additional 20 20 30 40 dollars just so we can play our games online just so the people who want to play madden can play madden against other people online that's all this a lot of people use this for they are forcing an additional 20 dollar fee onto people just yeah. to be able to play madden against somebody else that's i mean fucked. that that does suck i Although, real quick technically i actually don't think if all I was playing online on PS5 was Apex, I'm pretty sure I don't actually need PS Plus. There are a couple of games that you don't that you can play online without PS Plus, and I, Apex might be one of them. I think it's anything that's free to play that doesn't require PS Plus. Yeah, I, like but, I don't I don't know this. I, Apex is just the only game I can think of at the moment that I know you play online that I know is on PS5. Like Diablo I, 4 isn't on PS5; it's on PC. As far as I can no, it's definitely PS5. also on PS5. Is it on PS5? Okay. Yep. Yeah. I didn't play it on real PS5. good on PS5. I, yeah, I have not I, I I have not paid I have paid zero attention to that game. I yeah, just they, know it was released. They've been releasing all of the Diablo games on PC, I think, since three, right? Well all three, the console, you mean. Yes. Yeah. Three I'm, three was released on console like after it was released on PC. Mm-hmm. True, like, but like at a certain it wasn't point, immediate. It, at a certain point it did get like to the point where they were yeah. the same releases yeah Yeah. Um, but it's like it's like yeah i don't i don't know it's if if you're looking if if you play less than two sixty if you play less than two games now it's at eighty dollars a year if you play less than however many games it costs that you get the the, the, how like death store is a ten a ten dollar game if you play less than six games that are worth ten dollars or Isn't now, that store like a twenty-five dollar game. I don't. I don't know. I'm just given a number at this point just to <laughs> make my point because it's. I don't really know how much games cost right now because I only buy them on sale <laughs> or I have Game Pass. Like if you play, if you pay less than, if you play less than eighty dollars worth of a game, to me, you are wasting your money having this having this system. It, it's just, it's not worth it. It's not. Because like, I could, I could drop I have, PS, PS Plus I've right never now. And used, if... I, I never play the games. I don't even download the games. I have had PS Plus for over a decade. I, I, I honestly, personally think, I know you have it for the cloud saves. I think you're wasting your money having it. I had but a hard when... drive die. I had a hard drive die in one of my PlayStation. So and... you can totally move all data onto an external hard drive. Can you move game saves to exter- externals yes, too? 100%. Right, I was reading a bunch of stuff earlier that seemed like you could not so uh, so you could you could totally go and back up weekly if you want just personally back up weekly if you wanted to and save yourself 80 dollars a year i you because know what? i absolutely if, could but like again it, it's the convenience cost so like, so you're gonna pay 80 dollars a year for something that you could do for yourself for free most likely yeah and it wouldn't be free i'd have to go buy a hard drive you don't have one sitting around no why the fuck would i have a hard drive because you're a tech dude 
So I just assumed I all tech dudes had tech just sitting around. I have an external sitting around somewhere that I, I have could probably give you. I have no like, use for an external like, hard drive. Like it's it's old as fuck, but it would do its job of backing up your safe. But it, it wouldn't because it, then it's it not, not reliable. Yeah, but it also might how, not be compatible. But how often do you lose your safe? I've had it happen once. So like to me, that eighty dollars is worth it because I'm not. I'm the only games I play on PlayStation are long games. Mm-hmm. And I play them over the course of two years because yeah. I get bored, and then I come back to them two years later, and I don't restart them. I don't. I think. I mean. I, I just. I think it's bonkers. Like, I think eighty bucks is bonkers. I mean, it's six dollars a month. Huh? It's six dollars a month. Yeah, it's six dollars a month. I. I. I thought sixty dollars was bonkers to play. No, and look, I, don't I, get me wrong. I. I think the. I don't think the price. It, so I think for the two for the the two other tiers, I think them raising those prices. Sure, because you get a lot more with those. Like you get access to like those um those game libraries and the PS Now stuff and everything with those. Which just that makes sense. Even that good. Wait, say that again. Those libraries, the last I remember, they don't really have a lot on there. So you're thinking? I think you might be thinking of the initial PS5 one that like anyone with PS Plus got the no, um the PS the, Now stuff. Oh, oh yeah, no the P- yeah. the PS Now you're, stuff is mediocre at best. No, it's gotten a, a fuckload of shit on it now. Oh, dude, it's, I haven't looked to see what they had on it. I mean, forever. it's got games going all the way back to PS1. Like, it's that's how you get backwards compatibility, and they're adding to that. Yeah, I knew that. I knew they were constantly adding stuff, and I knew like the the non PS Now library stuff like tends to like change pretty frequently. I'm similar to Game Pass, and like mm-hmm. that one, like okay, like charging more for that one, I can understand because you're giving away a lot more, or you're, you're not giving away, but like those have more in the um in the the cost than the other ones and at 165 because i think that was the the highest one right it was 165 uh, i think so 160 is the high or, one yeah yeah at 160 that's still cheaper than game pass ultimate which i know game pass ultimate you also get the pc game pass and I, but i think they got rid of the other game passes actually i think ultimate and pc are the only ones you can get i don't think you can just get xbox game pass um so like that one like Assuming the library is worthwhile, like those two, okay, like they're more in line with what you're paying on on other platforms for like similar services. But like I agree with you, like they should really offer a offer a twenty dollar a year one just for backups. Because like I'm in, I'm in I'm a hundred percent in a minority where I don't want to play games online. I don't even give a fuck if my system can go online other than to download a game or like a patch. Um, if I could, like, disable, like, the option for online play in my games, I'd probably do it. But, like, I want the backups. Just, like, like, Rich, like you said, I'm in tech. I am concerned with backups. Shit breaks and dies. So, and, all, yeah, Game, game Pass Ultimate is uh, $17 a month. Oh, that's right. I forgot that just went up, too. Console Game Pass is $11 a month. Did they get rid of PC only? I, they're getting no, rid of PC, one of the tiers PC, of Game Pass. PC only is $10 a month. I'm on the Game Pass website right now. So they announced a few months ago that one of the Game Passes is going away. Like one of the the tiers for it is leaving. I just don't remember which ones it was. All the changes. This was in July. Um, Xbox Live Games for Gold is ending in September. Um, mm-hmm. And it's going to be replaced by Xbox Game Pass Core. Um, Microsoft has revealed slightly altered Game Pass subscription often. What changed? Um, Foremost is being replaced with Core. As such, Games with Gold, Xbox Games each month is now ending. Allow players to play online and include 25... All right, so the, this Core Game Pass will be play online play 
and 25 select Xbox games that will expand semi-regularly. Um, core members won't be able to access the standard Game Pass titles. Um, and then... Um, okay, so that's going to be 10 versus the $11 a month right. so, okay, so they're Game Pass. So they're not getting rid of one of them then. It was they're, just... They, they were adjusting prices and adding this core one. Right. Or I and guess changing games with gold, um, Xbox Live Gold to a Game Pass name, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I th- I know the Ultimate definitely went up. I think it was either, I guess, $2? Because I think it used to be fourteen ninety nine. That sounds right. Um, I feel like the PC may have gone up, too. I feel like PC used to be eight ninety nine, but it may have been nine ninety nine. As, you, I've, I, as far as I remember, it's, I've always paid ten dollars a month. Okay, then I, I might just yeah. be misremembering that. I've never had just the PC one, so it wasn't one that I ever really like looked at closely. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's as far as I remember. Like maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but like right now, subscription for Game Pass Ultimate is, is seventeen dollars a month, and that includes when you have Game Pass Ultimate. That includes gold. Yeah, you, you get like, you get Xbox, the, or not gold. That includes live Xbox Live. Yeah, exactly. It includes not. live like, and it includes PC Game Pass. So like the the Game Pass seventeen dollars a month, while it is more expensive than the top tier PlayStation Plus, you get more with it if you have both an Xbox and a PC. And frankly, if you don't have both of them, why would you pay for that tier? Exactly. Like at that point, pay for either the console or the PC or just the core version. But at the same time, like at that point, like if you're paying for the core one at ten dollars, just pay for console at eleven. Yeah, oh like, no 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 no! Okay, so Kyle, you know what it is? Is I think to be able to play online, aka Xbox Live, you have to have the ultimate. Oh yeah, you know what? I just noticed that. Yeah, the core console doesn't, and PC. Well, I mean, console and core don't have Xbox Live. No, no, core does. So core oh, is core? basically if you just want to play online with people. Console does not. Okay. So you're basically like you ultimate. You're getting everything for less than the individual pieces essentially gotcha like that is that is still overly fucking complicated like that is stupid like just charge an extra dollar for everything and make it so that all of them will do the online play like stupid xbox all these all these platforms are stupid sony stupid nintendo stupid microsoft stupid it's all yeah. just fu- it's it's capitalism. Capitalism has absolutely ruined every industry in this <laughs> fucking world and in this fucking country. And it's just it's absolutely insane. Like they're 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 I I'm sorry. There's no reason for them to increase this price. There's no reason. There's uh, no they, way they, they're server all costs losing. Have gotten- no, it has nothing to do with server costs. They're all losing money on the games they're giving away, especially Xbox. Like Xbox is a hundred percent losing money, but Microsoft has the money that they were able to sustain for multiple years at like a significant yeah. deficit well then obviously these programs they're money losers like they're 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 cost they're cost leaders they're 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 uh like pro i can't remember the term that i'm trying to think loss of. leaders but like lo- yeah they're loss leaders like they're 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 here so you get more people to buy your stuff but they you they start with this and then you get everything else but obviously they're not going to make money on it it's a poor business model but so many people have it and use it that the only way to really succeed with this is to make it more expensive which probably going to end up losing people from having it if game pass gets any more than 10 11 a month i'll probably stop it and honestly like, like pc game pass might not change drastically i could see it going up another dollar or two just because inflation um but like the ultimate i think is the one that's always going to like trickle up until they hit that sweet spot um because like 
in it, like analysts have been saying it since they announced Game Pass that like they are selling much like much like all of these vendors do with the hardware itself. They sell it at a considerable loss usually. Even when like we're looking at the price of like some of the hardware and being like it's five hundred dollars, that's too much. Like their manufacturing cost is usually higher. Like they have no actual profit on that for the first like two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I get it. Like with Xbox Live, they're giving away a whole bunch of stuff with that, and they're losing sales because of it. Because every first party game is just going on there. So people are signing up. They're giving them 15 bucks for a month playing the game and then being done with it versus giving them $70 up front and then yeah. playing that game. And then the fuck does Microsoft care after that? But that's, that's, that's the, the thing about that service is yes, they're, they might be looking at it as, let's say, I'm just going to give a low number because it's easier to do the math with a low number. Let's say a thousand people are on Gay Bass and, they get an additional 500 people to join because uh, Starfield in September. So they're now making uh, uh, $15,000 on, on Game Pass, because on P- Game Pass PC. We're just going to go Game Pass PC. They're making $15,000, but you know what? Let's say only 600 people who have Game Pass actually play Starfield. Well, they still made that additional... Uh, 700 people worth of Game Pass money, but how many of those people who bought Game Pass are still going to stay on Game Pass in five months from now, but not play anything else? Exactly, and also how many pe- how many of the people that signed up for Game Pass to play Starfield that like you s- that like maybe just never got around to playing Starfield? Maybe they downloaded it, never launched it. Mm-hmm. Um, would have gone out and spent seventy dollars on Starfield and installed it and never launched it, but, and. But- it's 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 the passive income that they're making though. They're making say for the next five months somebody who played Starfield and that's it and doesn't download or play anything else new on Game Pass. They're they're making that passive income. Like they're making that yeah. ten dollars a month from that person. So yeah, they might not have made the seventy dollars from them in September, but in six months from now they just made sixty dollars, seventy dollars from them. Yeah, and I don't know that they that anyone has ever disclosed what sort of um, compensation they offer to um, studios and publishers that aren't first party. Mm-hmm. Like I, they're definitely offering them enough to make that whole thing worthwhile. Because otherwise, even even the smaller indie studios like would absolutely not just be like, oh yeah, yeah, put our game on Game Pass for free for yeah. for fucking breadcrumbs because then they're, they're literally not going to be able to sustain themselves to ever do another game. Like, I'm sure there's a contract, and it, it, it might not even be... It might be a contract based on how long the game is on there. Oh, they absolutely sell. Yeah. Um, there was a game, Cause... shit, um, Immortality, that came out last year that, like, won some awards and stuff. It's like a, it's like an FMV game. Um, it's by the, the, the same studio that did Her Story a few years ago. Okay. Um, I just saw them announce, and, like, this is not, like... They're not actually tied together, but um, that game is leaving Game Pass the same day that Starfield releases. Mm-hmm. So um, the the creator of the game was just like, "Yep, you can only have one star. Our game or Starfield." <laughs> Which, but like, it, you know, I, well, it's uh, uh, what was it? Um, uh, fucking what was that game called that that I played this year that I hated the end of it? Um, Mega Man uh, Plague Tale, X7? Plague Tale Two, Plague Tale Two. Like they took Plague Tale One off Game Pass two weeks before Plague Tale Two came out. Right, because they, they know that they, they'll be able to get sales that way. They know people would actually, you know what, I need to play this game, let me buy the first one. 
and it, they'll make more money. And it, like it's it, it's it's a good business model for these smaller companies, for these more indie developers. I think I'm a, I don't I don't really know what else play, the developers of Playtale have made. I, I feel just, like that was a big studio, wasn't it? Or am I thinking of something else? I don't know. I feel like they might not have made. They might be a bigger studio, but uh, not like I mean, super big. They have 250 employees. Oh wow! So it's Asobo is the studio. Um, they did a lot of licensed games for a long time. Like they they mm-hmm. were doing a lot of the um the Pixar games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. It was Pixar games and uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, the crew. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they've been around since '02, and then um, Focus Home is the one who published it. Mm-hmm. Um, which... like, I don't know, like I just like I said, I feel like I know it's only six bucks a month, but I just I feel like. An increase by twenty bucks is just an increase at all for this service. That and again, I'm I'm a different. I'm I'm a smaller sample size. I am me and no one else. I don't use any of it as much as I would like sixty dollars to be worth. I don't use the PS Plus games that often. I don't care about backing up my saves. If my if my hard drive dies, my hard drive dies. Whatever. Who cares. Then, then I just need to replace my hard drive. Like, I, I, it doesn't matter. Um, like, yeah, if I, if I lost all of my con, all of my, well, no, because that's on my PS4. So all of my saves from, from Monster Hunter, all my 300 hours played in Monster Hunter World, they're on my PS4. But also, isn't that stuff backed up automatically because it's an online game? I, I don't think. So. I don't know. Oh, right, because that's know. not that's not a cross save game. Like you did, you no, had to actually start no. over when you played on um. If you yeah, I, I, so, had to, I had to start could, over when I played it on PC. So when you have I time, go to, go to play it on PC. When you have time, like doesn't have to be anytime soon. Um, you should try downloading World onto your PS5. Do not let it download the save and see if if you just have access to to your to your stuff just through like launching the game. I mean, I'm, I th- I think I actually I'm, well, I don't have it downloaded, but. I I might have access. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't. Remember, I'm just. But I'm it's... curious if they keep that stuff local or if that is backed up somewhere because it is like it. Because that, that's an online only game, right? Like you can't play that offline. No, you can play it offline. I thought it was one of those games that always had to be connected. You just didn't have to play it with other people. I mean, no, I don't oh. think so. Okay. You yeah, can, I, you... I I thought it was like um uh I can't think of any examples right now, but like you didn't you weren't in like an online lobby but like the game was just kind of perpetually online while you were playing it no i mean there were no it it, i don't think so it wouldn't make sense for them to have to do that um because uh, you have to create a lobby when you actually are trying to play with people okay i'd say i didn't know that i I never did that um so so i am probably wrong then you probably do have need your save file for like your your character data yeah which you know what if i lost 400 hours of monster hunter that's fine. I wouldn't want to play my Monster Hunter save right now anyway, because I'm at end game. There's no point really to play it. <laughs> That's fair. So, but, so like in a year, if I decide like, hey, I want to go back to Final Fantasy 16. Um, if I turn on my PlayStation Five and it died and I didn't have backups of my save, I would never play Final Fantasy 16 again because I do not want to play that first ten hours that I fucking hated. I get that. I get it, but. And like I don't replay games like other than like Neither some like I. old school games. Um, so like I know I, I know you don't. I'm just I'm just saying like I don't I don't even like replaying a level if I die. Um, I'm not going to restart a game if I played it in the last decade. Mm-hmm. So like to lose my save date is like 
All right. Well, I will play this game in 20 years if um it pops into my head. Yeah. Bye. But like yeah. I, again, like just I, like you said, I'm a very very small. You're you're, you're like, a sample size of you. Like we, yeah, it, it would definitely have to be like a bigger a bigger sampling that we would have to do to figure out whether or not like this is worth it and what other people think. Like we're just the three of us and like for our personal uses of this service. I I don't think even just for the backup saves I don't think $80. I really don't. I mean look, for, I do not like it as a cost, but at $6 a month like it I have no trouble affording it. I guess is the thing. If it was a situation where it's like I cannot comfortably afford this, then like yes, that that'd be a different story, but it does not have an impact on on like me being able to like pay my bills and whatnot. So like I mean, I'm y- I'm not saying it does for you. I'm just saying, like, like the way I'm looking at it is, like, no, yeah, I, I can I afford this once-a-year once a year thing to make sure that I have backups. And, like, everyone... I will say, like, I always add the PlayStation Plus games to my library. And, like, every once in a while I look at them, I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, I should play that. It's just I never do because something new comes out, and I'd rather play that. Yeah. Because, like, it's not like new games come out on PlayStation Plus. Like, and I'm it's pretty sure games. as of... I'm pretty sure recently... Uh, and that's the other issue. New games don't come out on PS, whereas new games come out on Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. Um, the, the, the other issue is I think they have, as of late, a few times, re-released the same game on PS Plus than they did in the past. Yeah, they've definitely had, like, games show up more than once, but, like, they never have more than one games a, game a month. So, like, the only argument I, ca- I can even make in their benefit to that is, not everybody has had PS Plus for as long as, like, say, the three of True. us have. Because so I think we've all had it for uh, probably about the same amount of time we, since, like, the, the mm, PS3 era. We've basically all had it since they in, in created it. Like, yeah. So, like, I think I was a little after you guys, but for the most part, yeah, we've all had it since. Yeah, so it's one of those, like, all right, like, I can understand occasionally, like, going back, especially if it's, like, a, a particularly popular, like, first-party game. Like, I think Ratchet & Clank, the 2016 one, might have gone up twice. Mm-hmm. But, like, that was a very good game. It was a very well-done game. Like, I can understand, like, why they'd pull a game from their own catalog and be like, hey, we're just going to throw this up here again because we have subscribers that were not here five years ago when we did it, and uh, we don't. We also don't have anything else yeah. to, to put up right now that's worthwhile. I don't know. I, maybe maybe I am just a little jaded at, at this because, you know, Epic gives out a free game twice a month when you don't pay anything for it. Um, Do they ever give out really good games, though? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think they're bad games. They're not necessarily really bad games or bad games in general. Like, I my entire Epic library is... I don't think I've bought a single game on Epic. Um, so, uh, I mean, Guacamelee, I hear, is good. The Payday games. Um, Guacamelee oh, I did, is dope. I did, I did buy Ghost Hunt Midnight... Or no, I didn't buy Midnight Ghost Hunt. I bought that on PC. Or on Steam. Um, Dying Height, Dying Dying Light, the Enhanced Edition, that was free on there. Uh, Tunchy, which is something relatively new. Um, like, I could keep going on Dishonored. The, I think that's the original Dishonored. Mm-hmm. Um, Kerbal Space oh. Program. Okay, so, so I stopped looking at that stuff because none of, they were either games that I own already when I had looked at it, or in a lot of cases, they're just games that I have no interest in and I wasn't going to play them anyway. Death Stranding. I, I'm not going to say whether or not that's necessarily a good game, but Death Stranding was a free free game on there. Yeah, um, which that that is a recent ish game. Yeah, uh, at least so the PC and, version. And that, that's I guess that's like my my little bit of level 
of J like Borderlands three. I didn't even fucking realize Borderlands three was on the Epic Store that I had for. I didn't even realize that. But that that's more relatively new than Death Door or, or Death Stranding. Yeah, but can we really no, judge anyone by Epic Games who just they print their own money? Still like, though, like and on, we 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 all know as soon as Epic Game if the Epic Game Launcher and storefront ever gained actual market traction where people were using it over Steam, um, those free games would go away. Here you go, Drew. Control. Yeah, Control was free on Epic Game Store like a year after it was free on PS Plus. Yes, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying though, like you said, you played the fuck out of Control. I'm just saying the Control is on there. Yeah, uh, like I'm just I'm just going look, through not, like yeah, it, yeah, it might not be everybody delayed. had PS Plus. There are plenty of people that only have yeah. PCs that like yeah. they may have gotten Control for free through the Epic Game Store. Yeah, and it's just like I and you're right, Cobb. It, it is possible that they might. They might charge people if it gets ever gets big enough, but it's also, you're right, it is epic. They print money with Fortnite. They print money with the freaking Unreal Engine. So, like, they they really don't lose any... Darkest Dungeon, Drew. That's another game that was free on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Inside. Like, there's a lot of good games on the Epic Store that was that have been free throughout uh, its life. I have 155 games on here. That's a and lot of I, games. Yeah, and I barely touch any of them because I forget that I have them, really. So what I'm hearing is you're the problem. What do you mean I'm the problem? You're the reason all these services are going up in cost because you get these games and you don't play them. No, no. I mean, Damn it, Richard. I'm not. Uh, you're the reason this this is going up because you, you get the service and don't use it. You use no, it that's for what one. They, that's what they want. Exactly, and they want it, and you're still willing to pay for it when it goes up higher. I, I want backup. Like I said. That you could probably buy a compatible hard drive next year for eighty bucks. Do you know uh, nothing about backups? For like bucks. you, do, you do not back your stuff up into the same location. You need geo redundant backups. This guy. Are, are you saying that you just really want cloud backup, cloud saves? I mean, yeah, m- more or less. Like I, I, d- I also do not want the hassle of having a hard drive plugged in to things and having to like manually do that stuff. So you you want to pay eighty dollars just for convenience? Yeah, I said that earlier. It's yeah. a convenience fee. I am willing I'd, to pay convenience fees. I don't like it, but I'm willing to do it. I don't. I, yeah, I, I, I don't think eighty dollars is worth the convenience. It's it's oh. the same reason why I'll never carry my PC downstairs and plug it into my TV. It is too much of a hassle. Also, real quick for the record, Death Stranding came out after Borderlands Three. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Borderlands Three is relatively new. But like, it, I think that was Richie. You I said Borderlands. Borderlands was newer. It's not. Borderlands came out before Death Stranding. By like two months. I mean, oh, I heard that backwards when you said that. Um, I thought you meant that um, Death Stranding, that Borderlands came out after Death Stranding. I'm just like, yeah, no. what? Oh yeah, wow, they were both 2019 games, huh? In my okay. head, like Borderlands Three is much older. They all feel. Like, I they, thought they, it was older, honestly. They all feel like yesterday because it came out just before the pandemic. I mean, also like Borderlands because the humor is that of you know a 12 year old. Like it just feels yeah. like it came out in 1994. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... we've been talking about this for a long time, though. Uh, do you guys want to talk about some music for a little bit? Sure. sure. Let's talk about some music. All right, Rich, you picked uh picked our 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 albums for book club. Yes, um, I picked so... uh my favorite album of all time, just because I love Yellow Card. Um, and I picked um Prepare the Preparations from Ludo, just because I wanted to pick something new that you guys haven't. Really... Um, 
Yeah, I I I very much enjoyed both of these. Uh, there's also there are some songs on both of them that I'm just like not really into, but for the most part, I at least for Ocean Avenue, I can't think of a song I don't want to listen to again. Like, yeah, I would I would listen to that album over and over nonstop and be happy, and I kind of did throughout this past two weeks. <laughs> I listened to that more than I listened to. That's fair. Um, I actually so I listened to um Ludo more. Only because, like, I've heard Ocean Avenue. Like, I heard mm-hmm. it recently, too. So it was one of those, like, I'm going to listen to it a couple times just as, like, a refresher. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had never listened to Ludo before. So, like, I listened to that album probably, like, three or four times over the last, like, two days. Yeah. Um, Drew, what did you think of Ludo? I struggled to get through the back half of that album. I Same. thought that tailed off real hard. The first couple songs I was into... Then it hit, like, the third song, and I was like, ugh. And then the March of the Skeletons, I think it was, or... A pr- Skeletons, Skeletons, on Skeletons on Parade. Skeletons. That song sucked. <laughs> and I almost skipped it, like, after halfway. But I was like, you know what, five, mm-hmm. 90 seconds. No, there's 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 definitely more songs. There, there were a few songs on Ludo's album that I was just like, all right, I don't really care or want to listen to this one again, like... I thought the third song, Whipped Cream, I thought that song was great. I thought that was a bop. Oh, I that was a, that was one of my least liked songs. I really like Too Tired to Wink though. Too Tired like, to Wink was is a good one. Um honestly my, my two f- like really favorite on this album are Anything for You and All the Stars in Texas. All the Stars in Texas was also my favorite. I was like, yeah. Okay, that song was actually good. I, yeah. I did like that one too. I liked Too Tired to Too Tired to Wink was my favorite one on the album. It had like a weird it was like Bayside meets My Chemical Romance meets Motion City Soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Like it just it, it kind of layered all of them in a weird way, and I really liked it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I I also didn't like that whipped cream song or the skeletons on parade. Um. I did not like I'll Never Be Lonely Again either. No, the, like that stretch from whipped cream to all the stars in Texas, uh, like bad at best. Yeah. That stylistically, like. Kind of, Rich, kind of like you were saying when we did um, Stand Atlantic, like, you really liked Doomsday, the first track off the album, and then, like, as you went, like, you kind of liked the songs, like, less and less with each yeah. new track. Yeah. Um, that was very much, like, my experience with this one. It's like, oh, it's like, is this what these guys sound like? Because, like, I'm really into this. And then, like, Cyborgs vs. Robots, like, not as good, but, like, it was still, like, like I'm like, okay, like, I don't like the, the um... Like the robotic auto tuny stuff they did with the vocals, but like musically, it was a it was a fun song. Mm-hmm. And then like whipped cream hit. I'm like, I just don't like this one. And then like yeah, like Drew, like you said, like there's that that stretch up to all the stars in Texas where it's like they were either forgettable or just not good at all. But yeah. then like all the stars in Texas was actually pretty good. Um, uh, it, it just it it hurts me that you guys don't like anything for you. I love that song. I think it's such a good it song. Rem- it reminded me of something. And I just could not think of what. Oh. I don't know what it would well, remind you of. Like, I was, I had grabbed a piece of paper and just wanted to write down best and worst song. And originally I had written in anything for you. And then Skeletons on Parade came up and I was like, okay, never mind. That song's way worse. Yeah, like, I did not, like, I didn't hate anything for you. Like, I legitimately dislike Skeletons on Parade and the it's, Skeletons yeah. Lullaby. Um, the two Skeleton songs I really didn't like. Um, same thing. I I legitimately dislike the "I'll Never Be Lonely." I didn't I didn't dislike anything for you. It was just one of those songs where it's like, eh, I'll probably I would not go back and listen to this one. Whereas yeah. like 
I actually they're... I I liked the first two tracks. Like I I I hearted them. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with all the stars in Texas. Like I'm there... like I will listen to these songs again. There have been times where I would put anything for you. Like I I don't I don't know what it is. I just I really really like that song. I just I it, it just clicks with me and I I love to sing along and there it's very much a very good sing along song. A, and a might... lot of a lot of their songs had like a kind of like stage musical show tuney vibe to them. Um and like also like some of them reminded me of the songs I've heard from like A Nightmare Before Christmas. And like yeah. I don't like those songs. So like a lot of these songs did not click with me I think because of that reason. Like and I know like I am very much minority on that uh, having like I didn't grow up watching Nightmare Before Christmas so like I, that whole aesthetic just does not vibe with me at all. Um but like yeah. I I was interested enough in the way that like some of these songs sounded that I do want to go back and listen to some of their other albums. Mm-hmm. Um just to see what those sound like. I purposely didn't for this cuz I didn't want to be like okay well I didn't like this record but I did like like the one before it. I kind of wanted to have just this one done to talk about. Yeah. I like I um there there's probably I don't remember as much of this album. I probably listened to it less than I did Yellow Card. Um I I don't know why I I did I either did I did a lot of driving or I did and you know what it was? I was stuck at the dealership or not at the dealership at the mechanic for a while waiting for my car and shit that I just sat there and listened to yellow card while I was playing Mario Kart on my Switch. Um, and then, like, any time I was driving around, yellow card was on. And then, because I didn't work today, I didn't actually... Normally, the day of, if there's a, a one of the albums I didn't listen to as much or don't remember as much, I would listen to just that album. Like, nothing else would be playing after I get done my morning shows would just be that new that album. And so that was what today was supposed to be, was supposed to be Ludo. And, like, I, yeah, a lot of the album is not memorable to me. Like, I can't think of many of them uh, right now. And I'm sure if I listened to them again, I'd be like, all right, yeah, th- maybe, yes or no. But I you, I do agree, like, the latter half, like, at, like the later songs beyond, uh, uh, like, from Skeletons on Parade on are probably less, uh, less memorable, with the exception of All the Stars in Texas. That song is just, like, I don't know. It's just so good. Yeah. I also, I don't know why, but, like, I did... I did like the song Battle Cry, even though it still had some of that weird, like, stage musical vibe to it. Um, something about that one, like, it was just a little more catchy, I guess, to me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Was not as good as, like, so, as the other ones that I liked a lot, but, like, was still, like, another one kind of, like, mixed in there where it's like, I, if this one came on, I would not be upset at it for coming on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I would be angry if somebody made me listen to Skeletons on Parade again. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I, I think... I think Skeletons on Parade is one of the songs that I like. I really didn't pay a lot of attention to. Um, I mean, th- like if we're look, if we're gonna look at the um, at the most listened to on 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 YouTube, uh, it's mostly the prior, the previous. Uh, You're awful. I love you. It's mostly for the top. Uh, was it one, two, three, eight, nine, ten? Top ten songs, four, five, six. Six of them are that. Um, the then it's anything for you with cream and skeletons on parade from this album and then hey friends from their most recent so in on spotify their top 10 are all from you're awful i love you <laughs> except for number three is anything for you i was going to make a joke initially saying that it had five million listens and probably all of them were you but <laughs> you don't use spotify i don't use spotify 
Um, and then Scare Me and Hey Friends are six and nine from two different albums. And yeah. the only other one off of this one is number seven is Whipped Cream. But yeah, yeah the, the other one, two, three, four, five, the other six tracks are all off of um, uh, You're Awful, I Love You. Yeah, and You're Awful, I Love You is a great, great album. Lake Pontchartrain, I love that song. Um, had Drunken Lament, I believe, is a pretty good one, too. Um for some reason, I don't have any songs liked on here on a showing. Maybe it's because I'm on the... No. I know I ha- I liked Lake Pontchartrain. I don't know why none of these are showing liked on here. So. But yeah, like, I am almost certainly going to go back and, like, check out some of their other music. Even if I just check out some of, like, the other popular songs just to get, like, a feel for, like... Because they're all over the place musically. Like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, the... the- and like that's not a bit that's not like a like a shot against them like it's just you can't listen to just one song and and know what they sound like. I think I think that's one reason why I do like them is every song is different. Like like if if we're looking at just this album, every different song felt like its own thing. Like I don't know, man. Tired. Like like ninety percent of them just felt bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> they, it's, they, it's they commendable might... that they try. Maybe they shouldn't sometimes, though. <laughs> but, like, like Manta Rays didn't sound anything like Skeletons on Parade, which didn't like anything. True. Like, I'll never that's very true. again. Like, that's that's what I mean. Like, you yeah, might not no, have no. liked them, but, like, they every song, or at least every different song, like, maybe some songs sounded similar later on, but, like, each song after uh-huh. the next did not sound like the prior song. Yeah. And that, that's probably that. part of why I like them, is, like, every song does sound different enough. That it, it does, it, it, it is refreshed. I, I mean, yes, but again, like, some of those choices were just bad, and they should have been told otherwise. <laughs> don't, but, don't do Skeletons on Parade. It's bad. Think again. Dude, Leave can you imagine up. if, can you imagine if, like, we looked at, like, their top songs and Skeletons on Parade was, like, their number one? You know. we're all just like, what the fuck? Well, well I mean, I that's, mean, again, like, that's, to, like, Richie's point at one point, is, you know, Art subjective. True. The, the, People the can have wrong opinions. Like, which, like the highly subjective. <laughs> the highly subjective nature of music. You guys might think it's bad, it, it, and like I, it's not bad. You just don't like it. Like that's that's yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's not bad. You just don't like it. You no, let's think be it's let's bad. be real. Skeletons on parade is bad. Uh, I mean, is it? Don't no? defend it's it. One, Rick. Yes, no. It's, it's one bad. of the higher higher listened songs, isn't it? Wasn't it? No, no. No, I was I was joking that it would be funny if that was like the number one song. Um, it was it was number nine of ten in on Google. Oh yeah, but no one uses fucking Google. I mean, I do. Um, but like, it is. It's again. It's the like I've said in the past. Subjective nature of music. It's it's not bad. You just don't like it. I mean, um, I, and, every, and I think everything is subjective. Like really. Yes, but I think at least when it comes to music, there there's a lot more subjectivity to it. To where like it, it's. In my opinion, it's hard to find. I might not like it, but I, it's not bad. I just don't like. It's not my sound. It's not for me. It's not what I like. And I'm not going to say that it's bad. I didn't. I I didn't think uh, Trainwreck was bad. I just yes, didn't you did. Like you it. flat out said that. You said this is this is garbage. No, I didn't like it. I I <laughs> said I thought his voice was horrible, and that's why I didn't like it. Uh, to that point, I hated this singer's voice. That was the one I, other note I made was I do not like the singer's voice. I liked it on some tracks. It reminded me a little bit of um of Bayside, mm-hmm. not as raspy as, as 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 they are, but like certain songs it it had like a similar vibe and I really liked it. And other songs like it just it 
it just didn't click the same way. Like whipped cream and whipped cream in particular, I didn't like the way that like the vocals sounded. Um, like I feel like it was that kind of. At first, it was like okay, yeah, it sounds, and then as it each song came on, it's like oh no, no, okay, nope, definitely hate the singer's voice. It just Which, got it just graded on me after. Look, Drew, we get it. You only like Midwest emo and ska. We get it. I mean, I also like <laughs> post hardcore. <laughs> I mean, post hardcore and Midwest emo, like like they're just a little more screaming in one than the other. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> uh, but I, how about Yellow Card? Um, Rich, I know you mentioned already that it, it was one of your all time favorites. Drew, yeah. like, how how do you feel about Ocean Avenue, the album, not the song? Uh. Okay. Overall, it's really good. Like, like I said, I was trying to make notes of like favorite, least favorite song, and I had a hard time picking a least favorite song mm-hmm. for Ocean Avenue. Like, it's pretty solid beginning to end. Yeah, I like the first three, maybe four songs, like enough that like I, I have them liked, and like they they will pop up on um on like like uh, playlists when I'm just playing like like a shuffle of liked songs, but like. I'm just I I've never been the biggest yellow card fan. I do yeah. think like this is a very solid album. Like mm-hmm. like I I don't think that there is a bad song on this album. I just don't think that I pers like Rich exactly like you were saying like I personally do not like them and mm-hmm. if it Rich if you ever go to see them I'm going to pick on you for going to see them cuz I mean I I saw them on their farewell tour and they're no longer farewell anymore so Yeah, no. I I saw them on their reunion tour so Yeah. Yeah, but and, like, and that's like that was the thing. Like I, when I went and saw them on their farewell tour, and it wasn't any of you guys. It was I was my brother's. Oh no, I I definitely gave you a hard time, but like I was I was joking about I, it. I, mean, like, you, I don't really gave, care. You gave me a hard time about everything I listened to, even though you also listened. You gave me a hard time about listening to Rise Against once. Yeah, and you also listened to Rise Against. Yeah, but you only listened to the single. No, I had like the whole album that I. Listened oh, did you? To. Yeah, I just pulled up, and the single happened to have had been on. No, not even. I was in still my old busted ass car that could only that that didn't remember what song it was on whenever I turned it off. So it always <laughs> started with the first song, and so probably when I rolled up, it just happened to be on the single because it was just started from the beginning. Likely excuse. Yeah. Likely excuse. Um. But yeah, like. I actually don't really like Yellow Card's newer stuff all that much. Like, especially having heard it from, like, the concert and all, like, it's a little more, like, it's, like, pop-rocky in a way that, like, I don't dislike pop-rock, but, like, none of that stuff was really clicking. Um, whereas, like, going back and listening to this album, it's like, yeah, no, like, like this really did set the tone for a sound in the early, mid-2000s. Like, mm-hmm. like Yellow Card, Story of the Year, and, uh, like, four or five other bands, like... You can kind of look at like 2002 to 2005 and be like, "Yep, nope, this is." They are one of the people that like really started this sound, mm-hmm. and like that's not a bad thing because like while while they're not my favorite, like a lot of I I like a lot of those other bands. Like I went to see Yellow Cards mostly to see Story of the Year, <laughs> and like they were just one of the openers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, it's good. What Drew? What is your favorite song on the album? Way away, probably. Rich. That's a hard one. Um, if you say Ocean Avenue, you're fired. No, no, no. Uh, it would honestly, it's probably View from Heaven. I love that song. I don't know what it is. I just absolutely love that song. I love um, 
the, the the girl's voice on it, uh, singing alongside him and everything else. It's just, it's such a good song. Uh, but Believe holds a close place in my heart because that is the song they opened up their farewell tour with. And so anytime I listen to that set list, that song plays first. And I just love, that song is so good. Honestly, I think my favorite song of, from them entirely isn't even on this album. It's, uh, it's, it's Lights from the next album. Which, that is actually one of the songs that, like, I'm sort of, like, that one I'm, I'm weird with. Like, I don't think it's a bad song. And, like, sometimes, like, I hear it and I'm like, I really like this song. And other times I hear it and I'm like, I don't, I don't, no. No, this isn't the sound I want right now. For mm-hmm. lights and sounds, it's the intro that really gets me. It's a banana, and then with the drums. It's just like how it intros and opens up just really gets me going when I hear that song. And so, like when I when I went and saw them for their farewell tour, they opened up with "Believe," and then they went into "Lights and Sound," and then they went into "Way Away," and it was just like holy shit! This is like three fantastic songs back to back to back. It's so good. But like I like view from heaven so much that in that set they didn't play that at that show but i added that song to the set list because i love that that much well that's i mean that that's that's a nice little story um i will say like probably my favorite song on the album is also way away though i also i like empty apartment i don't know why i just like that song it's catchy Uh, that's maybe one of the songs that i do like maybe listen to least is empty apartment yeah i'm not sure why because it's very slow but yeah i just think it's catchy um Mm -hmm. But, like, Way Away is one of the few songs where, like, like I mostly just have the singles liked. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I will regularly skip over Breathing in Ocean Avenue. But, like, if a Way Away comes on, I'll, I will listen to it. Breathe, breathing, such a good song. I mean, it's a, it's a good, catchy song. But, like, I've just heard Breathing in Ocean Avenue so many times that I just don't want to anymore in, in a lot of cases. Um, and, like, it's funny because there are other, other bands that, like... Like, I will listen to, like, My Friends Over You on repeat if I had to. Like, that's not going to bother me. Um, and that's, I've probably heard that one way more than, than any of the Yellow Card songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like, this is a, it's a solid album. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And you know what? Like, I, I'll give them credit too. Like, they do put on a very good live show. They are, they are a fun band to see live. I, I will, uh, from time to time, depending on how I'm feeling, and honestly, might do this tomorrow during work. I will go onto YouTube and find their live at the Electric Factory. Um, they, 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 they. It was originally aired on like one of the MTVs. Uh, they, they did a live show at the Electric Factory. Um, and oh, at one cool. point, at one point, I can't remember what song. Might be Way Away. Might be something else. Uh, they do a Wall of Death. Fucking Yellow Card does a Wall of Death at a live show. And I just one thing I always remember. So occasionally, from time to time, like once a year, once every couple of years, I will be like, you know what? I want to watch that, and I will put that on. You can only find it on YouTube right now, unless you own it. Actually, find it now. Oh, what the fuck? Hmm. What? So I was just looking at like my like concert playlist from this year. Uh huh. Um, I added everything from um when we saw Jimmy Eat World on Saturday. Uh huh. Um, but it didn't actually. It only added the Jimmy Eat World stuff. It didn't add um Manchester Orchestra or um the Middle Kids. That's weird. That's annoying. Well, I'm gonna remove them and re-add them. You bunch of assholes. What's your playlist time up to? Hang on a second. That's actually why I was I was going to look at it. It's, it's, it's called uh, Beyond Ocean Avenue. It's actually a DVD that you can buy, but you can actually just watch oh, it on YouTube. that's kind of cool. People just have it uploaded on YouTube. Nice. So, yeah. And let's, right, see, so, let's see if I can find the Wall of Death. So I did do... Um, 
Andrew, you're probably you're probably at least a little ahead of, of me on this. I have 824 songs and 46 hours and 53 minutes right now. Uh, I'm at 51 hours, 54 minutes, and almost a thousand songs. I think it's yeah. 972. Okay, yeah, I I did so be the earlier when I thought that all of the songs that I dragged over were added, I was like just under 800. I was at like 796. Um, and I looked at like how many concerts that like I have tickets for through the end of the year still. Um, and I did like the quick math, and I only have to hear 18 songs per concert to hit a thousand. Uh, I mean, so, I've definitely heard a thousand songs this year. Right? You I, don't like, you don't yeah. add um repeats, right? Yeah. So yeah. like Cat Bite entire second set not on there. I just saw Fall Out Boy for a second time. Only added one song of 20 they played on Saturday. Yeah, like, I think I have a couple duplicates just as, like, mistakes, but for the most part, I'm not adding duplicates either, um, and I don't think I'm seeing anybody for a second time. I don't think. I I'll might be, be seeing Hot Mulligan for a third in November. Let me see. Let me see. And I'll be seeing Scene Queen for a second time this year. Um, didn't see Bowling for Soup this year. Uh, I mean, technically, I guess Hawthorne Heights, depending on, like, what all they play. Um, I'm sure they will play some of their their hits, so that means that like I won't have everything from that one. That one's gonna be a weird one because they're playing covers too. I um, only include covers if the artist has released the cover. Like I don't just go add. Whatever well, exactly. Like I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna add like the original version of a song. So like right. that one's gonna be a weird one because it's like I can only add the Hawthorne Heights songs really mm-hmm. that are that they didn't play back in um in the spring oh same thing um first and forever and um first and forever arms length and daisy grenade um i'll be seeing all of them for a second time this year um and like odds are they won't play much different actually drew are you familiar with um emma rosa or the dangerous summer emma rosa yes i know one of their songs honestly like i saw that they're playing and i'm like fuck i really like their one song i know and i'm like i would go see them what band did you get to, um, uh, uh, fuck, uh, Magnolia Park for? Uh, shit, I don't, the, the second band, I think. The one with, like, the two guys that were, yes. like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, you'd probably actually like First and Forever. They were, like, the first opener. They're oh, fun. Okay. They're, their songs are super catchy. Um, it's just, like, it's a, it, it's, it's a guitarist, a drummer, and a singer. Um, okay. The, the singer is actually during Magnolia Park, because Magnolia Park, in their set, they had, like, the, the singers from all three bands come out for, like, a song. Mm-hmm. Um, First and Forever is the one who he then jumped into the crowd and was in the pit singing. Oh, okay. Um, they're, they're the opening band for that Emma Rosa concert, but I did get tickets for that, and I'm not sure if I was going to stay for the whole thing, because I had never listened to um, Emma Rosa or The Dangerous Summer. I bought I they were super cheap and I just wanted to see first and forever. <laughs> uh, I mean I would say look up Cautious by Amorosa. That's the okay. one song. Like it was in my whatever weekly suggested songs from Spotify and I was like, oh shit, this slaps. This is fucking good. Nice. Um I guess well, while we're talking about this stuff, um and Rich, did you did you find the wall of death scene? No, I I, I gave up after skimming through it real quick. <laughs> well, Drew, are you going to Armor for Sleep in October? It's Armor for Sleep in the early November. I don't have a ticket for it right now, but maybe. You might want to check, because apparently they were selling out. Eh, if it sells out, that's okay. Yeah. Are you going to go see uh, Boys Wait. Like Girls and State Champs? 
Um, I don't have a ticket for that. When is the Armor for Sleep? I feel like I have a conflict. October 20th? Oh, never mind. Oh, wait. Well, yes, I might have a conflict. Because, so I go to Louisville for work on October 22nd, and Cliff Diver is playing Philly on October 22nd, so I can't go to the Philly show, but they're also playing Asbury Park again on the 20th, so... So you might go up there. Know. Yeah. Um, and you you don't have tickets, you said, for Boys Like Girls and State Champs? No. How about Real Friends and Knuckle Puck in December? No. And then, I don't, you don't like the main, do you? Uh, I... I know a few of their songs. Okay, for some reason I thought you said you didn't really care for them. It, I, we didn't stay to set summer for them, but... True. They were very good live. Okay. Like, we basically got tickets for them in December because of how good they were live. <laughs> good to know. Similar to Manchester Orchestra. I had never listened to them before, and frankly, like, their recorded stuff is fine, but, like, their, like, live performance is fucking fantastic. Cool. Um. Yeah. But, so right now what I have left is I did grab a ticket for that Senses Fail show, so I'll okay. go into that. Uh, Just Friends on September 22nd, Matt and Kim, Kenny Hoopla, Hot Mulligan and Spanish Love Songs, and Scene Queen just went on sale today in Saragon. Yeah, we were thinking about going to for Just Friends, but um, it's for one of the openers. I don't remember who's opening that show. Just Friends are fucking dope, though. You go, should fucking stay for Just Friends. So it's funny... Um, I guess Erica had like like one of those Spotify like like here's a bunch of songs you might like lists. Uh-huh. Um and what whoever's opening for them came up on that on there and she really liked them. And like I listened to a few of their songs and they like they were good. Like I like I liked them too. Um but then um she saw because Spotify does that like hey this band's on tour right now. Um she saw that they were on tour and and saw um just friends and listened to them. She's like I don't like them. <laughs> really? Yeah, she did not like Just Friends. They're so fun, though. I've only listened to a couple of their songs. They're not bad. Rich, you might like Just Friends, actually. Um, I don't know. I think we're Just Friends. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't like Real Friends, because they're definitely way too emo. Uh, what about Fake Doctors Real Friends? I mean, it's a podcast, so I feel like that just hits a little different. I do like that. I mean, like... Their, their current iteration is kind of boring. I do like that. Bearings is the band that's opening. Okay. Through. Erica really liked Bearings, and we were kind of like, do we want to go to this one? And it's like, we're going to one, two, three, four, like five or six other concerts in September. Damn. Yeah, because we have Bowling for Soup, and then Baby Metal and Deathlock, and then Senses Fail, and then All Time Low, and then Matt and Kim. Fuck All Time, but... (laughs) I like All Time Low. Wait, or am I confusing? I'm surprised you don't like All Time Low, Drew. Uh, I mean, I could be confusing things. Uh, I want to say their lead singer has, uh, hardcore allegations. Really? Um, do 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 do. I'm looking right now. I mean, like, usually that stuff is on Wikipedia pretty quickly, and there's nothing under, there's nothing on there about him. Is, is Gym Class Heroes on that tour? They are. Then yes, it is all-time low that has The alleg- guitarist, the, the, last year, the guitarist had allegations surfaced about interactions with fans who are under eight years on tour. Other than yeah, that, that, I can't really find anything. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm not dismissing it. I'm just saying... Well, so, I, Scene Queen's song, 18+, plus is legit about... I actually believe her being one of the people that, when she was underage... All-time low, it was guitarist, tried to get onto their fucking tour bus. Yeah, so, I mean, that is shitty. But I wonder, like, is the guitarist still with them? 
Yeah, the band sued like three anonymous accounts for libel in February 2022, claiming they were victims of defamatory social media posts, falsely and maliciously accusing them of sexual abuse and knowingly enabling such illegal conduct. In early October, a TikTok video surfaced accused an unnamed pop-punk band of inviting 13-year-old onto the tour bus, claiming uh, in the comments section that they tried to take off my bra with additional in indications that it was all-time low. Twitter thread was later released, anonymously detailing allegations against Jack Barricat. The band released a statement calling these allegations completely and utterly false, and said they would pursue a legal action. Meet me at the altar, and Nothing Nowhere dropped out of the band's autumn tour for... Autumn tour and announced dates for the shows, and then they... But nothing has come from the allegations. They sued people for saying that this stuff, like, it was false. Which so unfortunately doesn't I, doesn't really mean anything. It, it doesn't like, mean anything, but there's nothing come from these allegations. So who knows? Do what you yeah, want to do. Listen yeah. to the bands you want to listen to. Yeah, I actually I hadn't seen or heard any of that. And usually that stuff gets like enough track traction. Like I mean, look at like the um um uh fuck um uh anti flag stuff that just mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Like that stuff that that stuff hit quick and fast. Yep. But yeah, yeah. I mean, either way, that that is a bummer. Um. But Gym Class Heroes is fucking dope. I'm tempted to go see Gym Class Heroes on leave. <laughs> yeah, like I'm actually, I, like I am actually looking forward to seeing Gym Class Heroes. Um, but I guess, do you guys want to try and figure out what the fuck we're doing next? Sure, sure. What are we doing um, next? So, do you guys want to try and fucking read Jurassic Park? I mean, I'm fine with that. I own it, so like, I don't care. Drew, I have a f- actual real copy of Jurassic Park. Um, that I'm not going to read. It like I can lend it to you. So you don't have to buy anything if you'd be like up to try it. I mean, it's less to d- that it's reading. It's that fucking it's Jurassic Park. I mean, we did the movie to do the book. I've heard the I've heard the book is very different. I mean, well, that but that's also the thing. That's the point of the experiment or the conversation that we can have now is what are the differences? What are the similarities? What was which one do you think was better or worse? Do you think do you do you do you feel like you need to watch? Like we're not going to be talking about. Jurassic Park the movie, but we're going to be talking about the book and discussing whether or not this book is worth reading if you already know Jurassic Park the movies. But the the like That's fair. from from what I've read and I think I've had conversation with Cobb about like the second one, like The Lost World wasn't written till after the movie because like No, it was written before the movie, but it was written specifically for the movie. Like yeah. Michael Crichton was actually like pushed to write that by his publisher um he had no intention of writing a follow-up to jurassic park yeah so the first one might be might be different might be different enough to where it is worth reading but it's also like there's always you you know this in everything that you can read there's always more to the book than there is in the movie you only have two hours to fit into the movie where you have Mm -hmm. thousand pages and you can expand on things more like yes i get that we already i I, I get that we already watched it, but it's also... It's an experiment. <coughs> yeah, and I I did look. It's about 400 pages. Um, And I was thinking, like, rather than trying to do it all... Like, obviously, like, we would not try and do it all in two weeks. No, um, give, give us... Give it a month. Well, I was going to say, like, we could probably... Like, to make it a little more um, conversational, um, similar to, like, what an actual book club would do, um, we could break it in and, like, every two weeks, like, decide on how much, like as a group we think we can read and like do like mini discussions instead of one big one i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you if i start this book it'll be done within a week you think so yes if i start i cop i can't play a video game once a year and still stick with it. 
Okay, but, that's fair. You'll for, you'll forget everything in a week. Yeah, like, I, and I'm not saying we have to finish this in two weeks, but I personally think reading a 400 page book in a month is more than reasonable. That we can discuss this in two weeks, the midpoint, and then we can discuss it again in two weeks after that. Yeah, which is more or less what I was thinking. I was just I was going to offer up a longer timeline depending on like if yeah. you guys were both no. in like into the idea and like how quickly you felt like you could read through it. Like Drew, I know you like. You're not a reader, just like Richie isn't. Oh, so I, don't know, I will. Like... I mean, when I do read, if I like it, I will. I can hammer through shit. It's just I don't like fiction. <laughs> like I'm coming stronger and stronger to realize I don't like fiction. Yeah, well, yeah. You don't like scripted shit. You don't like fake. I don't like fiction. Like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look. How about we do this? I'm gonna throw this out there as as a wild fucking idea. Um, we do we do a fiction book. And then we do a fucking nonfiction book. Would you be up for a nonfiction book, Drew? I mean, because uh, I can, sure. I can find us a fucking cool ass nonfiction book. I guarantee it. Uh, yeah, there's lots of nonfiction books. No, no, no. But like, I can find one that's like actually legitimately good. Um, like I've in the last year, I've read a whole bunch of like shipwreck books that are fucking fascinating. Okay, Dad. Dude, I all right. I I read one back in in the spring called The Wager. Um, so it true like like nonfiction like true story. Um, in this, I want to say it was the 1700s. This ship sailed out from England. It was it was a an English navy vessel. Um, they were supposed to sail to like South America and around like the 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 southernmost tip and come up the west. Um, everyone on this ship was basically fucking incompetent. Um, and everything that could go wrong did go wrong to the point where they crashed. Um, off the coast of like a small island down there, and they found like the only island in that area. That had nothing. There was nothing on that island that you could use to survive. There were no animals. There weren't really edible plants. Like, it was just, it, it was like the quintessential desert island, only with none of the stuff that, like, Gilligan had. Um, and then by the time, like, there was, there was, like, multiple mutinies. At one point, like, some, some, like, natives from South America found them and tried to help them. And then a, a, a like, splinter group tried to kill the natives for no good fucking reason. And the natives just, like, left and didn't come back. Um, and then over the course of, like, a year, some of them finally got back to England. And they all just started pointing fingers at each other, like, claiming that, like, like one like one group did something to the other group. And, like, it went into, like, trial. It was hilarious. Also terrifying, but hilarious. You know what's funny? Say- I think they talked about that in a series on last podcast on the left. They may have. It, I mean, that book in particular was was, like, super popular, like, earlier this year. Like, it was one of those, like, New York Times bestsellers for that category and everything like that. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, I can probably find, like, a cool sports nonfiction book, to be honest. I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I'd be willing to do that if, if you guys were interested in it. Whatever yeah, y'all I mean, want to do. Let's just, let's do it. Let's do it. All content. Right. It's for the content. All right. we'll, we'll do Jurassic Park. Drew, do you want to borrow my physical copy of Jurassic Park? I will fucking not read a digital thing. So, yes cool well that i didn't i assumed you didn't want to read digital but i was throwing it out there just in case um so yeah i'll I'll totally let you borrow that and it's honestly i've never read it so like it's still in like brand new condition um but i i i um i'll grab a copy of it from the library like a digital copy from the library so that's not a big deal so cool all right we'll we'll do um we'll do jurassic park so over the next two sets of book clubs so in two weeks and then two weeks after that we'll talk about like the first half and the second half, I guess, of it. Um, and then Drew, if if you feel like it, 
send me like some like non-fiction stuff that like you think you'd be into and i'll find like a couple interesting options and we'll 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 pick one sure this way everyone gets like at least something that they don't hate um because i think even like they haven't like and we don't have to do this because i don't know if they'd actually be good but like a bunch of wrestlers have written like memoirs and stuff like didn't like like um mick foley write like a couple oh yeah uh jericho has two books i have one of jared's books what, uh what about uh that wrestler just passed away uh, i don't think bray wrote or well two died last week uh one shockingly one not so shockingly uh terry funk was almost 80 he might have a book i don't know bray wyatt was 36 i don't think he ever wrote a book or anything and i did not know terry funk died that's a shame i remember him from the 90s yeah he died on wednesday and then was was he start- still wrestling i don't think so he'd been in relatively poor health for a while but he also retired like 25 years ago but then like kept having retirement matches for like another 20 years i mean that sounds about right that like yeah. that's but like while i don't like the actual like entertainment value of wrestling which is fiction so like you like one fictional thing right yeah i guess <laughs> um i i i imagine like like the the memoirs and stuff that these guys write are probably fucking fascinating mm-hmm I, I, no, I'd, I'd argue he doesn't like it because that's the aspect he used to complain the most about when he complained I mean, about wrestling. Was that true. shit? It's generally the worst part of wrestling. So but like, he doesn't. But like, like you're. But he's not complaining about it. Like he he doesn't complain about that the way like he does about like a movie. Like when he doesn't like a movie, it's just like this movie sucks. But like when when he complained about like the storylines on wrestling, it was like here's all the reasons this sucks and it's not as good as the things they used to do. Mm-hmm. Um. Which, like, to me, screams, like, you like it, you just don't like what they're doing. Sure. Or at least you like what they used to do. Maybe that's a better way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, what they used to do, like, was cooler when I was 13. I mean, look, man, throwing a dude on thumbtacks is cool when you're 13 or 30. It doesn't matter. Well, yeah, that part's always fucking cool. It's the parts, the story (laughs) parts, that fucking get cringe. Like, are... Like, like, legitimately, are they still, like, as bad as they used to be? Uh, no. No. Not nearly. Because, like, like, so, like, some some of the wrestlers, like, you see go on, like, John Cena, super fucking funny. Like, great in comedies. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Ken Act, same thing like Batista and, um, and The Rock. Like, I mean, The Rock not, like, I like The Rock's movies, but they're, like, totally just, like, stupid action movies. Right. Um, but, like, Batista and, like, Cena, like... They're legitimately fun to watch in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, some of these wrestlers can absolutely act, but, like, I don't remember them ever actually having, like, the material to, like, really show that off. Generally, no, and generally that's why it was bad. Like, the, the most wrestling stories are shit. There have been some really good ones recently, and in the past they were relatively good, but, like, most of it, especially from, like, 2010 to, like the pandemic were awful and full of plot holes and just dumb and bad did it get better for that like six months where mcmahon wasn't able to do anything because of all the allegations a little bit that's funny that's really funny like just goes to show that dude doesn't know what the fuck he's doing yeah or maybe never never actually knew what he was doing he's a senile old man yeah isn't he like in his 80s he's uh, around there for sure i mean talk about old people dying fucking bob barker right Got as close to 100 without going over as he could. 
<laughs> God, that joke is so good. It's so bad, but it's so good. I've I have not heard so anyone say times. that yet. Oh, uh, well, seen... I saw it the day of, and then somebody, I saw one that was a tweet of that joke, and then someone in the replies was like, yeah, but Betty White would have won the, the showcase showdown, because Betty White died like 17 days before she would have turned 100. Yeah, yeah. she is closer. Man, that's fucking, that is, that's, that is sad, but it's very funny. Yes. Man. Um, this will sound bad. Is it sad that he was 100 years old and he died? I, I mean, uh, yes, but... He was uh, only like, 99, what, what the fuck? Like, I get being sad about it, but, like, he was 99 years yeah. old. Like, oh, yeah, no, like, he, he had a long life, like, he probably, like, was not totally, like, able to, like, do anything anymore. Oh, um, yeah. But, like, it is just sad that, like, it's sad when somebody dies. Like, at least it was of old age and not of, like, disease or accident or trauma or something like that. Yeah, I'll yeah. put it, it, it was sad, but not tragic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to put it. So the, Whereas, like, like that, that like, one wrestler Terry, was tragic. Terry Funk and Bray Wyatt. Like, Terry Funk, ah, uh, sad he died, but he'd been in poor health for a couple of years. Bray Wyatt was like, oh, he's about to come back to wrestle. They have plans for him to be coming back in like two weeks. Oh, dead. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. have they released what caused it or anything? Uh, he had a heart attack uh, because his, he had a pre-existing heart condition, got COVID in the beginning of the year, was getting better, but then had a heart attack. Oh, and COVID does fuck with people's hearts because of the respiratory mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. So... Yeah, yeah I, I I had seen his stuff all over like Facebook and like popping up in like um like Google News and shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen Terry Funk, so I didn't realize both of them had died. I guess because the one guy was significantly younger, and it was shocking and tragic. Yeah, it was a forty-year age difference between them. I'm pretty sure. Right, and so, like while while Terry Funk probably wasn't like he, I mean, pro- not even probably like he wasn't 99 like Bob Barker, like no. He lived a long life and, like you said, was was mm. in poor health. Yeah. Um. Anyway, moving right along. Um. I'm not gonna take super long on this because we're, we're already going a little little longer than I thought we would on some of these things. Um. I finally got around to reading the recent X Men storyline. Um. The Sins of Sinister, mm-hmm. which was something that they ran like it, it sort of like started the tail end of last year and then ran through into like the spring of this year. And it's um. Mr. Sinister, like the the classic X-Men villain from um, Age of Apocalypse and and many things after, um, he was involved with the whole um, Krakoa thing by being kind of the person who supplied the X-Men with all the DNA of all of the mutants in the world to help them with their resurrection protocol that they had. Where, like, there are five mutants that um, basically when when they Captain America, or Captain America, Captain Planet their shit... Um, they can bring people back from the dead. Um, so he was kind of instrumental in that and sort of got, he got added to the island, even though I don't think he's technically a mutant. Um, and he was like part of like their governing body and all. But like, he's a bad guy and a sociopath and was just in the background doing his own shit the whole time. Um, and so this whole thing spun out of, um, he, like, he had been doing a thing where, um, when they launched this new era of X-Men where they're like, they're all on this paradise Island and they can resurrect people. Um, it was the, the, the house of X and powers of X. And they, they revealed that a long time X-Men character who wasn't a mutant was a mutant. And that every time she died, she actually rebooted the entire timeline. 
um, back to her birth, but retained all of her memories up to that point. Um, and she had gone through 10 timelines, and if she died again on that this 10th timeline and hadn't gotten it right, um, she would not be reborn again. That timeline would just continue, and she would just be dead. Um, or it might reset one last time, but she wouldn't be part of it. They were never super clear on that. Anyway, Sinister figured out how to clone her and basically use her her clones as like reset buttons to specific points in his timeline. So like he couldn't go back to the past, but he could basically make like a save state on like a Tuesday and then like play out that week, see how it goes, upload like the data of that week and then hit the reset button and start back at that Tuesday and redo everything for like the the outcome that he especially wanted. So this storyline is set up where he does that a whole bunch to the point where he actually runs out of clones to take him back to um to the point he needs to. Um, he he's just got one left, so he has to get everything just right. Um, and his plan is basically kill five of the X Men that are um kind of the most important to like their government. Um, and during their resurrection, um, corrupt their DNA with his DNA so that he could control them. And it spins out from there and turns into one of those like alternate timeline things that historically X-Men does pretty well, like age of apocalypse days of future past. Like they're kind of known for like doing these like twisted alternate future things where everything is as bad as it possibly can be. Um, and then eventually at the end of it, they figure out a way to kind of like reset things and it goes back to like how it was before. Um, sometimes it's cause it's acting an actual alternate timeline. Sometimes it's because, you know, a character just, is a um, Omega-level mutant that can reset reality. Um, weird shit like that. Mm-hmm. But um, in this one, he basically gets duped by the, the things that he t- that he corrupts and loses that last clone to reset it. So it um, the miniseries goes over the course of a thousand years where he is just slowly kind of... Um, dismantled is probably the best way. Like, he goes from, like, top of the food chain to, like, everybody hunting him. But also, like, the entire universe is just destroyed. Like, the five um, X-Men that he corrupted have basically, like, just segregated off the galaxy (laughs) or the universe. And they're just constantly at war with each other while he is trying to find that last clone that he has to try and reset things back just so he can redo it and do it right. Like, it's not like a... He's not doing it to, like, do the right thing and, and set it back. He wants to literally do the same thing again, just with the knowledge of what made it go wrong, so that he can try and make it not go wrong. Um, unfortunately, this, while like it had a lot of cool concepts, it was not done super well. Um, it was like three book. It was they replaced three books in the line with like three like alternate titles for three months, and like while they kind of they loosely tied into each other, there was never enough overlap for them to really matter to each other. Um, And it was all so disconnected that it was just, you knew almost from the very beginning that like none of it was going to matter. And it seems like even where it ends up, um, it doesn't really matter. Like all of the characters are right back to where they were. They're just like a little more, they're they're a little shook up because they were told what they did when Sinister like controlled them. So like they're still, they're still running the island. Like all the resurrection stuff is still in place. Like nothing really changed from this and it seemed like it was being set up to be the thing that changed some of that because frankly like the x-men books have been fucking boring for a while like not downright bad but uh and rich you actually you kind of made a complaint about this once before i believe when i was talking about the x-men like they're already comic book characters where death doesn't matter 
but to literally make it so that death just doesn't matter like yeah it takes any urgency out of stuff yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and like they have they have added things over like the last handful of years that in certain instances death matters like storm and magneto deleted their backups they can be resurrected but they won't be resurrected as themselves they'll basically just be resurrected as empty shells with their power um and they added like the stipulation where if they're in other world which is just like an alternate magical universe and die they cannot be resurrected because they come back not as an empty shell but as like just their personalities of a different person who has no memory or anything of the person they were before so like they've added like little curveballs to it but it's still you know if X-Force gets sent out on a mission and all of X-Force gets killed, they're just going to bring them back. Like, it's no big deal. Um, and, like, that's, that is a, a bummer um, that they, like, they had this kind of, like, potentially cool event and they just ended it by resetting everything back to the way, literally resetting it back to the way it was before the event happened. And, yeah, I don't know. The the way they kept talking in, in the books and, like, everything was being set up, I really thought there was going to be, like, a bigger impact. Um and there, there may be, there may be a bigger impact coming down the line, but I know as of at least right now, they just had the next Hellfire Gala thing, and I'm pretty sure that's where they introduced Kamala as a mutant. So, like, nothing bad's happened yet, <laughs> but yeah, since it's sinister, probably worth skipping if you, um, <laughs> if you haven't skipped it already. Honestly, it's it sound that's what it sounds like with a lot of X Men in general. Like X Men, just skip it. And it's a shame because, like, some of the books are, like, actually really good depending on who's working on them. Like, the Wolverine book, Wolverine, really fucking good. But it's also kind of, like, this separate thing where, um, like, so just very quickly, another one of, like, the resurrection things involved. But, like, Wolverine's killed. They do not resurrect him correctly. Beast kind of, like, wiggles in and, like, circumvents the protocols they have and resurrects Wolverine without his personality. And then literally turns Wolverine into, like, his killing machine. Like, more so than Wolverine already is. Like, he basically just took Logan out of the equation I thought, and I just thought, has the animal. I thought you were going to say that he had the personality of Doc Ock and now we have Superior Green or some shit. No, but we're getting Superior Spider-Man back. And I'm excited. Oh that was one of the God. best Comics. Spider-Man has ever been. Comics, man. Yeah, but... Yeah, Could the, you imagine if the Wolverine's MCU very good. went for Superior Spider-Man? People would be so confused. Oh, it... it it's a shame because, like, that would never work because you don't have 60 years of, like, the characters to play off of. But, like, the whole – the actual Superior Spider-Man, like, run was was good. I'm glad that they ended it and they put Pete back as Spider-Man. But I love that they found a way to then turn Doc Ock into his own version of that character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, undid that by ma- ha- forcing him to make a deal with Mephisto. Like, yeah. that part was stupid. But apparently it's coming back. We're going to have Doc Ock as Spider-Man again. As a Spider-Man, I should say. So. Spider-Family now, just like the Bat-Family. Oh, yeah. I think there are actually more Spider-based characters than there are Bat-Family characters. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Drew, you played through all of Pokemon Trading Card Game? Yeah, yeah, I beat it. It's pretty easy, honestly. Is it that short? Yeah. Well, so the thing is, like, it's not like a Pokemon game that you have to go across route run your way from city to city or whatever you pick a deck at the beginning either grass fire or water and then just go you can go to any of the eight gyms except the fighting gym because you have to find the like uh the you know whatever apprentices or whatever that you have to beat before the gym leader will fight you in three of the other gyms uh and beat them 
and then you could unlock that gym leader. But otherwise, like, you could pick a deck, go, and almost all the gyms, you can just go directly to the gym leader, fight them, and move on. Huh. So, like, it, it's been 20 years, I guess, since I played that? Yeah. I fucking did not remember that at all. <laughs> what, how old it was? Well, no, like, how that game worked. Yeah, no, so, like, that's what I was going to say, like, it, like it, in my memory, it was a much longer game. But I, I just did the how long to beat, and yeah, like, main story only, just under 11 hours is the Yeah, average. that sounds about right. Um, and yeah, like, in my head, I'm like, no, no, that, that game took took weeks. Like, you, you, had, to, you had to, like, like base, not train your deck, but, like, you had to, like, you had to, like, get your deck better. You had to go, you had to go battle all the other, other trading card tr- trainers and fucking get the best deck so that you could beat the, uh, the gym leaders. You couldn't just go fucking take them down. Yeah, no, you just go take them down. But yeah, I guess like, as a thirteen-year-old, no, what the fuck do we know? True, but like, there's no grinding. Like, there you're not leveling things up. So you do get cards as you play, though, right? And like, you can like update your deck. Yeah. So every person you beat, you get two card packs when you beat. So there's you know the gym leaders and then just random trainers all around in like the three or four or so people in their gym, and then occasionally there'll be like one or two people off on like the side room of the gym that you could fight um including the people for the fighting gym but yeah and, and then the card packs are random like i still don't have a uh, dragon air so i can't even use the dragonite legendary card you get at the end because fucking i don't have a dragon air <laughs> huh and how can you like go back and replay uh, previous trainers yeah you can like, the, yeah that's all you do is you just go back and keep fighting everyone there's a yeah. there's a computer in the professor's lab that you can keep playing uh up to five people in, in a row it's just random like people from the game and if you win all five you get like a super special pack um and then there's a challenge thing where you can fight three people in a row and get a special pack from that, but I don't think the packs are actually any different, really. So and they might be. I'm, I I don't might have to look into it and see if there's like any. Yeah. For instance, to get the to get that dragonair, maybe there's a there's a way to have an increased chance of getting the dragonair. Yeah, like I don't be. know if the, there are four or five different types of card packs. I think it's four, and I don't know if the dragonair is only in like one particular mm-hmm. one of them and i need to go find or you know just fight the people that will give you that card pack or whatever and um, uh i'm this is just gen one right i've never played it yeah yeah this. like this is honestly it's the first two or i guess first three series of cards because mm-hmm. it's uh the base set jungle and fossil yeah um there are right. a few cards that are exclusive to the game that have effects that like only kind of only could happen in a video game like uh the Moltres special card, when you play it, you randomly get between one and four car, uh, fire energies from your deck, and then it shuffles the deck, which I guess you could do with like a four-sided die or whatever. There's some things where it, it's like, oh, it'll randomly attack uh, just anyone when you set the card. And I guess like that, you could do with like a six-sided die. like. But it's kind of like things that are a little more too random to be able to do in a car actual card game mm-hmm. which 
I like them when they do that in digital card games. Like, yeah. Hearthstone has a bunch of that shit where it's like, oh, well, this random thing will happen. And it's like, yeah. you can't do that with real cards. Can you um? Can you just totally, like, unbalance your deck and have it basically unplayable? Or does the game kind of, like, restrict and, like, you can only, like, have so many of this type of card or whatnot? Um, I think, theoretically, you could. Like, can, so, can you add that Dragonite to your deck and just, like, not be able to use it? I'm sure I could. Okay, that, I haven't tried, that, but... That's actually kind of cool. I just... I don't remember how, like, how open it was when it came to, like, customizing the decks, basically. Uh, I mean, there are, like, card limit rules in the Pokemon trading card game that it applies to. Or right, like, you can only to. have so many d- cards in a deck, right? Yeah, like, I think aside from energy cards or basic energy cards, you can only have up to four of any one card in your deck. But I don't think it'll stop you from putting cards in your deck you couldn't use, like... I think you would have to have one basic Pokemon in there, but then you could just put a whole bunch of evolution Pokemon and fucking never be able to use them. Yeah, I, or, like, I wonder, like, would the game let you build a deck and never add any energy cards? Or, like, add en- like build, build like, an electric deck and only add grass energy? Probably. Which, like, I hope it does. Like, you know, I just think that would be funny. Yeah, not, I mean, not so Not so much because, like, people should do that, but more of a just, like, you you can be your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you technically still could uh, use some of the cards, even if you had, like, all grass energy and all electric Pokemon. Like, some of the attacks just use whatever energy, and it doesn't matter. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. So, I'm sure it would let you do that. It's been a very long time since I actually, like, looked at how the um, the trading card game works. So but yeah. Well, it, it's a goofy little... Uh, excuse to kill some time that's fair that is fair and then rich you uh you play is it palia is that how you say yes palia at least that's how i'm saying it i think it's palia um yeah i played i i got into the um i don't know if it's i guess technically it's closed like it's a beta that's a beta uh play uh beta beta version still of palia um it is I, if if you like Stardew Valley, it's possible you're going to like this. Um, but it's an MMO, uh, which means there's no like, um, for lack of a better term, there's no like fast forwarding time or anything like that. And uh, so like, there's no energy bar that makes you tired. That means you have to go to sleep that day to wake up and do your stuff again the next day. Everything is based on time, and it to me feels very like uh, cell phone gotcha type of like. Oh, you you want you although there's no aspect of this. It's oh, you want to you want to craft these bronze bars? Well, it's going to take you 3 minutes per 5 bronze to make a bronze bar. One single bronze. Yes, 5 bu- five bronze, one bronze bar, 3 minutes. Um Jesus. That horrible is, ratio. Horrible that is ratio. MMO is hell. Um and so it's like if you want you can set up multiple smiths, forgers, but on your plot of land, you can only set up five at a time because that's what you have the license for. You can increase your license, to, but that's 5,000 gold. So this is like micromanage the game. Uh, kind of, yeah. You can, you, you, it's because there's no energy system since there's no sleep system because it's, at, like, the, it's universal. The time is the same for everybody's character. Um, they, they force you, they give you things you can do. There are daily tasks and things like that that you can do, but 
you are beholden to the game's time. So if you just want to go farming, you you literally have to wait three days, four days in-game for stuff to finish farming. You can't, all right, I'm done watering my crops. There's nothing else I want to do today. I'm going to go to sleep and wake up the next day like you can in like Stardew or any other farming sim, slice of life sim games. You have to, you're beholden to the world time, the server time. Um... So and are that, you immediately in with other people, or can you play it kind of by yourself? I, you, I have not gotten to a point that requires people to play. However, you are always with other people. So like unless you see you're like on other people farm. running around? Yeah, if you're in the hub world, if you're in the main world, if you're in the, like, the different regions that you can be in, you will see other people running around doing their thing. If you, say, shoot a deer that you need to hunt for meat or whatever and somebody's there with you, you will both be able to pick up that meat. Not just whoever, not just the first person who gets it. So, like, well, that's good. That's kind of cool. But, like, it is, like, yes, like, the, my biggest issue is, like, you're, you're stuck on their time. So, if you don't want to do any of the other quests, if you don't want to do anything else, you can set up your crops and then just walk away and come back in 10 minutes when it's the next day, or 20, or, or a half hour when it's the next day, or set up your crops, log off, play something else for an hour, log back on and your crops might be ready should be ready i believe like it continues to track progress after you log off when it comes to your crops and everything that's time-based i'd hope so but but like it's still like if i i don't know i'm i think it's fine i think it's a fun and interesting game uh it's definitely not a game that i'm going to continue to play on stream unless i'm just not feeling anything else because there's like there's nothing to it there's no excitement there's no like as far as I can tell, there's nothing really to this game besides it's a farm. It's a farm sim isekai. You are a human who somehow appeared in this world, and you're trying to understand why you're in this world, which is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the the people that you're in this world with are like the other players are humans. The rest of the characters are like blue elves, basically. And so a it's, cat. There's so a it's talking a- cat bunch of pe- player characters that are all isekai yeah we're in, the the player characters are invading this world but not on purpose they are isekai can you like, um, go to other people's farms and like do stuff or? i was just about to ask the same thing uh, pr- probably but you'd have to be like in a party and you have to be invited into their okay like, so it's not like farm. it's not like pvp yeah. where you could just go in there and like wreck no, somebody's farm. no so your farm is your own instance so oh, when you okay. go to your farm, you go into your own instance. It's not like the overworld or anything like that. So you load up into your own farm, and then you can do whatever you want. If you have friends... So, for instance, uh, I just unlocked uh, the ability... when uh, Near when I stopped playing on Sunday, I unlocked the ability to make soup. Uh, you couldn't make soup initially. You could only grill on the campfire. Um, and in order to make soup, you have to have the ingredients. You then have to go to... It's really dumb. You go to the camp stove. to In order to cook... Uh, or, or on the stove, at least. In order to cook, you also have to craft both the stove and the prep station. And so you go to the stove and say, all right, I want to cook vegetable soup. Then you have to go to the prep station and cut the vegetables. And you have, like, five tries to cut them properly. If you don't cut them properly, you might lose ingredients or whatever. I don't really know. And then you go back to the stove and you stir the soup. And then you're done. But if you have somebody with you, you could both go to the stove. One goes to the prep station, one goes to the stove... And the one person can be doing the cutting while you're doing the cooking. But you can't, like, be constantly prepping. It's you prep, you 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 select it, then you prep it, then you s- stir it, 
and then it's done. Then you have to select it, prep it, stir it again. And so it's like, I don't know, it's a weird system, but it is like you can do things with other people. You can bring people into your farm and they can help you gather supplies, or may, maybe gather supplies, I don't know. Um, but the time ratios, it seems, for a lot of the uh, a lot of the crafting, like wood planks are one-to-one, which is fine. And it's one-to-one-to-one. It's one minute for one wood plank from one lock. That's great. That's perfect. But then it's like um, stone is one brick for every three stone and it takes two minutes so, um is this so, free to play uh right now it is because it's the beta i don't know what they're going to do in the future like you so, cannot get into this unless you have a referral code or you contact them and they send you a login okay you, you can't just play it you need like a referral code I believe. okay so it which, wasn't like an open beta or anything no which i can give Referral codes. If people, I, I think I have a few referral codes that I can give to people if they want to give it a try. I don't. But <laughs> no, here's here's the the worst thing. The worst thing. The thing that like, and I posted this on my uh, Discord. I posted this on Twitter. This is the thing that I hated the most. Uh, my first night playing it, like I wanted to try it out before streaming it just to see if I liked it. Because um, this was a game that I wasn't really sure I was going to like or not, and I didn't want to go into it, play for an hour, and be like, this game's fucking stupid, and it sucks, and blah, blah, blah. Or, like, find it boring and just be bored for an hour of stream on Sunday. So I'm like, let me jump in. This is a different kind of game that I know I should try first. So I jump into it, and I load it up, and I play for about three and a half hours. And I get to a point uh, within an hour or so where it's like, hey, you, you can build a house. Do you want to build your house? I'm like, yeah, absolutely I want to build my house. Let's build my house. Um, so it's like, all right, to build your house, you need 100 wood planks, and you need 35 stone bricks. So right there, you're asking me 100 minutes in wood planks unless I build a second sawmill. So let's say I build a second sawmill. You're asking 50 minutes just for wood planks and 70 minutes for stone bricks or if i split that in half if i build a second one less than that or build whatever but minimum minimum because it really doesn't make sense to have more than two sawmills minimum uh, it's gonna take you uh, um a hundred minutes to gather these supplies which yes in that 100 minutes you can go do side quests you can go do fishing you can work on your farming 100 minutes is like maybe a day and a half to two days in game time so it's not really a lot you can't really get a lot done when it comes to like the time sensitive things but it's still that's a long time to sit around and wait Mm -hmm. but i was like all right i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna set this up and i'll have my house and this way i can like decorate my house before i call it tonight and and load up and tomorrow I can show people how I decorated my house before getting into playing the game and talking about the game. Um, I finish it. I set all of my... It needs you to like bring all your supplies to the house and, and set it up. I set it up. Your house will be ready in eight hours. Real time. Eight hours. That's rough. So on top... Oh, yeah. On top of having to have done everything, you then... On, that. On, top, of, on top of an hour... Uh-huh. And an hour plus, I then have to wait another eight hours. Again, I logged off, I logged back on, my house is ready. So, like, you're not beholden, you don't have to be online for that eight hours to count, but it still sucks because right. I wanted my house, I wanted to decorate my house before I called it. Mm-hmm. The other thing that is a little bit frustrating is you can craft different 
as you craft, like, the different things for your house, you unlock more things that you can craft. So, like, they want you to try to craft everything to get that check mark to unlock more things to craft. It just, it makes sense to, to keep crafting more and more so that you can unlock things. But you can't sell anything you crafted. You can't sell it to the general vendors or anything. And you have limited storage space based on how many storage uh, boxes you have. That now I, because I was just like, all right, let me craft this so I can unlock something else and going down the list, I just have a bunch of shit sitting in my inventory, sitting in my space that I can't get rid of. I don't know if I can break it down or anything. I don't know if I can just trash it and drop it, but like, that sounds like a waste of supply. Why can't I just sell what I crafted? I should be allowed to sell crafted items. Because otherwise, now it's taking up storage space, which storage space isn't limited. One of the good things they did is if you say you have a storage box at the front of your property and then like four storage boxes at the back of your property, they're all linked. So you only have to go to one storage box in order to act in order to go into it. But it's still the fact that I now have to keep all of the stuff I crafted in storage because I don't actually want to set it up in my house because mm-hmm. I really don't have the room in my house right now because to make my house bigger, I need to pay gold for it, I need to get the supplies for it, and then I need to wait the X amount of hours for it to craft. And that's just, that's that sounds like a, a nuisance. Yeah, Be- that really does. Um, yeah. So, I didn't realize, so this is only on Switch. It's on PC as well. Oh, it, um, it, everything I was looking up makes it look like it's only going to actually be on Switch. I, I mean, I'm Are you playing on, on PC? I'm playing on PC, yeah. Yeah, like their website, you can only wishlist it on Switch. The well, IGN page for it, it says releasing not, only on Switch. <laughs> it's not on Steam. It's not on any platform. It's you get that you get it from their website. So I, it would be fucking wild if they run this beta on PC to test out the Switch game. Yeah, like imagine like, that. I I don't think this is actually going to be a PC game. I think it's a Switch only game. And I mean, I. I doubt that that's how it's going to be because why are they letting me test it on PC then? I because should have they to test ba- it on Switch. Because the Switch doesn't let you do betas or early access. The game has to be finished before they'll put it on. Yeah, I, I doubt it's not going to be available on PC. But if it's so, not available on PC and I just... It, even if I decide never to play it again, if I just spent eight hours playing this game on PC and then I can't get into it when it gets official release... I mean, they're, I they're 100%... Access, they're wiping all of this content, whether it's on PC or not. And which is another, which, I mean, again, it's, I, I don't know why you would pay for something during an open access beta or during a, uh, like a, an early access beta type like this, but you can spend real money on microtransactions. So, and that was actually the other thing I was going to ask is how microtransaction does this look? Because everything you're describing sounds like free to, pl- like freemium, like, hey, you can do this thing for free. But if you spend $10, instead of having to wait eight hours, it'll be ready in 30 minutes. See, that's the thing. They don't have that in there yet. And I'm okay. saying yet because I don't know if they're going to do that. That's what the game feels like. It really does feel like you can have this house now if you pay us a crystal. And it's going to be one of those introductory quests, quest lines where it's like, hey, we'll give you these crystals for doing these quests. Hey, you got those crystals. Why don't you get your house right away? And like, it's going to be one of those... like free-to-play, like, mobile-esque yeah, games. They, that, that they give you a sample for free to get you hooked. It's the drug dealer yeah. way. Yeah, and so, like, they don't... Currently, at this point, they, as far as I can tell, uh, the microtransactions are really only cosmetic. 
their like pets and things like that. But it is very possible that oh, you want to craft your things faster. Well, if you buy this thing, you can uh, hyperactivate your crafter or some shit like that. It's very possible. Like I am, I am possible to play this game when I have nothing else to play and just feel like gaming by myself, not on stream. Um, but I don't, I don't think I. I think if you want to play any sort of farming sim game or anything like this, you'd be better off playing Harvest Moon and shit. Like, like the on the SNES emulator on the Switch, you'd be better off playing it there than you would be playing it on on playing this game because it's just there. There are a lot of aspects that just don't really seem right. There are apparently there's these trees which I don't have a axe powerful enough to start chopping them down, but there's some trees that you need multiple people to chop down because they recover your health the health faster than you can chop it down unless you have two people chopping it. So there's an essence in this game that you won't be able to get if you don't have friends playing this game. But I'm sorry, I'm not playing a farming sim with my friends. I'm not. Like I I I've done it with with um uh with Stardew Valley, which you know what? We all own it, so it is what it is, and that's fine, and Stardew Valley is actually fun and has stuff to do outside of just the farming sim. But when it comes to this game, there it's there's no, like, mines to go in and, 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 and dungeon crawl or anything. It's, it is straight up just live your life and explore. There's no boss fights or combat or anything like that. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily sound all that appealing, like, as far as those sort of games go. Yeah, it's it's... Like, yeah, I don't know. I like for the people who loved the uh, freaking what's it called, um, Farmvilles and shit. Y- you might love this shit, but like to me, I-, I was even I was talking bad on it while I was on stream, and I'm just like, I just I don't I don't know if this is a game I can stick with. I don't know if this is a game I'm gonna continue with. Uh, and and I know it's not exciting enough to be on stream, and people don't care about it enough to be on stream. That I'm yeah. I'm definitely not playing this game on stream, but it's. I don't know if definitely give it a shot if you like Stardew. Like if if it is free to play, tell and, and or she has access to it. I can give her like a code that she could probably beat it. We don't know. We don't have a way for her to play. You don't it. have it's... a way for her to play it. But if it does become free to play, tell tell your wife to try it out. But I I, do, I don't I don't think it's gonna hold. I don't think it can hold her attention long. No, the the way that you're describing it, like I think all of that very even if it's doesn't end up being microtransaction heavy just it's that style of everything has a kind of massive timer on it i don't like i think she would get bored with that very quickly just because even games like stardew and stuff like that like you can't do everything all the time but you don't have to wait hours of real world time to accomplish things and and to be fair the only thing that took a long time was building the house that was it cooking grilling like grilling took 15 seconds everything else was automated it did it on its own you didn't have to hover over it while it was doing it and you could go do other things all of the crafting and supply creation stuff like that yes it took a hundred minutes for me to get a hundred planks but during those hundred minutes i was doing other stuff right but that's also very early game we don't know like usually that sort of thing like as you go the the more impressive materials become longer and longer and longer to do yeah exactly um Mm -hmm. i don't who knows who knows how this game is going to advance when the official release comes out who knows if they are going to have that gotcha aspect of all right now 
you only have 100 energy per play session, and if you want more, you have to pay for it kind of shit. Like, who knows where they're going to bring this and hold their their players to? Who knows? Yeah. Um. But I think that's probably a good place to wrap up for tonight, unless either of you guys have anything else you want to talk about first. No. Uh, no. No. Cool. Um. So next week... um. Maybe we have a little Mario to talk about because there is a Mario Wonder Direct tomorrow. It's it's just going to be about the one. I mean, maybe, but it's just going to be about that game. Like, yeah, no, that's why I said maybe, maybe yeah. we have some Mario to talk about next week. Um, but other than that, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All of that stuff helps a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. You can always send us emails to social at one-quest.com. Uh, and Rich, what is your streaming? Uh, check me out on twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts or at b walnuts on YouTube and b hyphen walnuts on kick because they don't do underscores. Uh, for video game streaming, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sundays. Uh, I 100%ed Death Store this Monday, so um, that was kind of uneventful. But you should definitely come check me out playing um, Ender Lily's Quietus of the Night over the next couple of weeks. I'll probably jump into some... Uh, Starfield, because um, since I had to get new tires, I don't have any money anymore, so I can't really be buying things until City Skylines 2 in October, so whatever's available on Game Pass is what I'll be playing, probably. Or I've got a ton of, other fu- ton of other fucking games that I haven't even touched that I'll play as well. That's, you know what? Random's the best way to do it. Um, yeah. But other than that, we will, be back, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See us. Bye. Bye.